Welcome back to the Ravencast, hosted by myself, Mike Holt, kindly recorded and edited by Callum behind the camera. Following on from speaking to Frank and Doyle last month, we're delighted to be joined by Steve Whitley and Craig Cowan. Boys, thanks for giving up your time, coming on. Thanks for us. Uh, we've just recorded some quickfire questions, bit of a laugh, give you a chance to out some players, didn't it? Um, so we're just going to have a sit down, a bit of a, more of an in-depth conversation. Uh, Steve, just starting with yourself. Um, up until very recently, you made an appearance in every single one of our games, and it was only injury that hampered you from obviously playing recently. You might not say it, but I'll say it. It's a pretty monumental achievement to do that. Um, have you found the whole sort of experience playing for the club, obviously playing every single game and getting used to that? You know, how how's the whole experience been playing for FCR, man? Um, well, amazing to start with. Um, but yeah... I, you know, it's it's nice to be recognised, and but I'm not the only person that does so much. Like behind the scenes is the media guys and the stewards and and, and everyone behind the club. Um, I I just get the joy of doing what I love, playing football. So to be you know outed for playing football is is bizarre, but you know I I, I take them all. I say thank you everyone, but um, yeah, it's been tough, and especially my legs, probably why I'm injured now, just for the backlash of of last year but um, I wasn't injured last year so I had no excuse not to play and I would never shy away from a challenge Yeah, and we were in a bit of a challenge last year and you know we had we had some good times we we were down in the dumps at, uh, at some, some points last year um, but yeah I wasn't injured I booked my holidays around football um, a supportive family they're, they're the main thing um, and then yeah just got through each game yeah I remember I think I specifically remember you doing an interview I think it might have been our last home game and you even said in there like you know it's it's good to get this towards the end of the season you mentioned about your legs being heavy you know travelling away and stuff like that does it take quite a while for like your body to get accustomed to playing as much you know going from the local game to like yeah. what we're doing here absolutely yeah I think it takes you 10-12 games just to get used to it and just like the aways and then yeah, playing on a Tuesday, playing on a Saturday like we played. Who did we play the other week um, when we lost 2-1? Ramsbottom. And the first half, all the players were saying, I'm still not used to yeah. this. And we that was our like second or third game and we'd had a good pre-season. But you literally can't get used to it unless you're doing it every week. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the boys are in the thick of it now, so it's, it's only going to get easier. Uh, you also captain the club and obviously you're now part of, part of that leadership group. With so many young lads coming into the squad now, does that change your role at all, or is that something that you've always been used to? You know, growing up and being a bit more of a figurehead and part of the figureheaded group. Um, it's yeah, it's nice and it's good for them because they've got you know they've got the manager and some some of the younger lads like they they might not want to go straight to the manager. So if they come to us for advice, we'll always give it to them. Yeah. And it has happened where you know five or six players, especially when I was like leading the lads out on the pitch they were coming to me for advice you know maybe not getting in the team you know what can I do what can I work on have you noticed anything um, and yeah we'll be happy to provide it but it's, it's not just me you know it's Frank, Doyle, yeah. Luke um, who, who are there available to, to provide that advice so yeah it's good it's good for everyone really. The main man Craig Cowan um, in all seriousness I think I don't think it'll be but it should be underestimated how much of a pivotal role you've had in the squad. And I know you won't say this, so I will. Um, you know, the club as itself, it, it 
it functions off volunteers like yourself um, uh, and having someone like you in the club is it's a big part of why we're still going and we will continue to do so so obviously you've been in since pretty much day dot haven't you and how have you found the experience obviously not from a playing perspective but how, how have you found you know the club and the whole and since day one till today it's good like I enjoy it don't get me wrong it's it's hard at times when you because I travel with the squad like most away games and all the home games so you're all there together like back and forth like weekend there's times when we've been away and like Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday constantly then you're going to like a double header on the bank holiday at the end of August so it's a lot of time away from your family and it yeah it's tricky at times it's mm. very hard but as Steve said before like if you've got a good family and good people around you like they're just as important mm. as the players are really because if they don't want you to go if your missus says you're not going <laughs> you're not going yeah yeah simple as that I mean it is sort of like a unique we've spoke about it to Jill not long ago it's, it's such a unique club in the situation that we are in in the league and like you say volunteering that much time staying over and everything like that like you know not, none of the volunteers we're all volunteers no one's getting paid to do it the commitment is a big one but do, do you see when you know when something positive happens within the club do you feel like a lot of pride because you're you know contributing you're part of it as well yeah, absolutely. Like everyone that's involved should be proud of it. Like I obviously spend like probably most of my time with the lads, apart from when they're out playing footage, you know what I mean? On match days and going away. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel proud of what the club's doing and what they have done and what they will do in the future. Like I'm not embarrassed to say I'm proud of it. Mm. Absolutely. If I didn't want to do it I wouldn't do it. I'm yeah, there because I enjoy doing it. Like Make loads of new friends get to listen to Dicko a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's a good. There's loads of good people in the club, isn't there? That, like it, it all makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Obviously, getting three points on a Saturday night or Tuesday night, whenever it is, that's that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, like I say, the club's obviously relying on the volunteers from every different section of the club that people might not even see. If someone was listening to this now, watching this and they wanted to get involved in the club in some capacity as a volunteer, what would you say from sort of your experience and, you know, what the club's like from a volunteer point of view? Yeah, I'd recommend doing it to anyone. If, if someone can give up a bit of time to help out in whatever way, absolutely go for it. Um, but I also, as well, realistically, it's not a case of just giving up a little bit of time. The likes of this tonight, like, you guys are volunteers, you and Callum, this is all your gear you're using, it doesn't belong to the club, it belongs to you. So, come and volunteer, or just come down, be a steward for a bit, see if you like it, see how you get on. If it's not for you, it's not the end of the world. Just pay your tenner for a ticket next Saturday, come down and watch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd recommend anyone come down and help get involved. Why not? Steve, we spoke to Doyle and Frank recently, touched on sort of like what, what it means for the players to play for the club and, and the community as a whole. And when you go down there and you and you feel like you're, you're playing for the island and you're playing for the people that you work with and the people that you see in Tesco on a Sunday night or whoever it may be. Over the last few years, how has that been for you in terms of, you know, when you go on the pitch and you know you can feel how much it means to the people? Is that a, is that a good pressure? And, and, and I mean, ultimately, does that strive you players on an extra bit? Yeah, absolutely. Tesco's doesn't open on a Sunday night show. Knew there was a reason you came. <laughs> um, right, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, at the start, it was a bit, it was a bit nuts playing in front of two thousand people every Saturday. 
Um, but now you're kind of used to it, and yeah, you do want to do them proud. Like you said, it's mm. it's not just random people in the crowd. They're your family members, they're, yeah. they're your work colleagues, and then the the people that you didn't know that are now your friends. But um, Sean Doyle's probably the worst for it. He walked through town and he he'll have to stop for free photos, and yeah. it, it 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 is mad because the kids do look up to you like might sound a bit corny but you are their hero yeah, because yeah, you know they, they might not go, get to go away to you know Liverpool United Everton games because for whatever reason um, and wear their sort of football fix on a Saturday mm-hmm. night um, so yeah to be able to play in front of them and be, be sort of like someone that they can look up to is is um, yeah it's, it's, it's nice Was that quite a bit of a shock at first you know from like yeah. going from playing locally yeah. and then like going into town because I think I know you singled out Doyler but like there is like mm. a large group of like some of the kids like have their favourites but like you know you just go down on like Saturdays to trainings and like and, and and give those you know if we do like a match day and we give some tickets to a local football club you boys go down there and they all love you to bits don't they yeah no absolutely and that's probably one of the reasons why we still do it obviously we love playing football but we, we love like being a part of the community yeah. um, and like going down and, and people know you, you'd be surprised how many people like either beep the horn or say, all right, Steve, and yeah. I had no idea who they are, but I always say hello. Um, but yeah, the, the, I think the moment for me was, um, I think my mum and, and Jess, my wife, sent me a picture um, and there was someone at the, at the ground with Whitley 10 on the I'm back sure. and the 10. And then I just thought this this is not yeah, too yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> but and then you see more of it now. Like you've got you've yeah. got Higgins, like Frank Frank Jones' kids have got Higgins yeah. eleven on the back, um, which probably should be seventeen now. But Simmons uh, <laughs> on the way back. But yeah, it's it's not. My daughter loves like honestly loves staying Frank every night. It's like where's Frank? Where's Steve? So we organised the other night to go for for dinner on Sunday. She's pecking my head like where's Steve? Where's Daddy? Where's Frank, where's George and Sammy? <laughs> Do you know what? It's mad. Like we even me and Mikey Williams last year got invited down to a kid's birthday party, and he said, "Really? Yeah, is there any chance you can come down? Like my little boy's ten, and you, you like just have a kick about with us." And we went down full hour. That's Probably about. got a bit too involved in there <laughs> trying to score goals, but it, yeah, it's just it's amazing. That is what it's all mm-hmm. about, isn't it? And I mean, so going into this season, um, the time of recording, we've had some good salt. We started with a few mixed results, and we've had some good ones. We're, you know, we're getting there now. Um, with the season's experience under our belt, a few new little additions here and there. Is there an expectation this season? Do you do you as players feel a bit of an expectation this season? Now you've got that season's experience of this particular league we're in now under your belt, or is there sort of a a sort of let's take a game by game, see where we are, come you know February, March, and then take it from there. I think there is and there isn't. So last year there was probably more of an expectation uh, because we'd just been promoted and maybe the people who are a little bit naive to the standard that we're playing at probably thought, oh, we're watching them win every game. They're, they're just going to keep going and going and going. And then when we didn't, that was when people started to ask questions. Um, you know, why aren't they winning? Um, you know, Whitley's crap or whatever, or <laughs> the manager needs to get sacked or whatever it was. Um, but because last year we had a mix of results, it was probably a little bit of a good reality check for everyone to realise, yeah. actually, we're in a really hard league here. Winning a game is good. And when we win on a Saturday, like, people are probably a little bit more passionate now, like, with a win and a goal, like, you can hear it. Yeah. Like, you alluded on before that I'm injured at the moment and I sat in the crowd amongst it. 
and it, it's it's mad. People are like on the edge of their seat. You like, feel it. Yeah, like basically like sucking the goal, uh, the ball in the goal, and it's. Um, whereas the first year, people just assumed that we were going to win because we were winning every every game. Is is that again for 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 players' perspective? Is that been a reality check in terms of you're so used to winning, mm-hmm. sort of week in week out? He's obviously a really good run in the cup, the season prior to the one that's just gone. You get sort of get a bit of a reality check, but do you think that was really important to get that reality check? I mean, you just said it there, but going into this season, you can use that as like a tool. Yeah, so I think we were probably a little bit naive to how good the league was, and we probably thought, well, we won all the games last season, we're gonna, season, yeah. we're going to win all the games this season. So I think for it to happen so early on in our sort of career, if you like, as a club, um, it was probably a good thing in the long run, like this year. We, we know we're not going to walk the league. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we still want to get promoted this year, and that is the aim. Um, but if we lose a game on a Saturday or a Tuesday night, um, you know, it's not the end of the world because the teams are so good. Mm. And you've got players that are dropping down three or four leagues. Yeah. Like we played Glenn Whelan, who's like, if no one knows, he was like Premier League footballer for a good 10, 15 yeah. years, wasn't he? Ireland international. So these are the type of people we're up against. And... Um, yeah, bit of reality check. Yeah, uh, Craig. Obviously, within the uh, quick fire questions, we thought it was a good chance for you to expose a few of our players. Uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, they are a good group of lads. I think there's a good core of of, yeah. of, of a squad there. Do you think that's an important thing? You know, you spend so much time together. You're going on away days. You know, there was one was there was one weekend where we had like a double game week on a weekend, wasn't there? It is important to have like good characters in that squad. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, very important. I think it's just different diversity on like all sorts of things going on, isn't it? It's like there's players that are like laid back, don't really want to get too involved in like like Tiernan, I think I've heard him speak about four times. <laughs> but put him out on the pitch, you you know, he's like a little magician, isn't he? Yeah, four more times than me. <laughs> no one's just you do that. You're only here because McVeigh was unavailable. That's just clear. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, it's very important, but like as well, all the lads are great with all the kids as well, aren't they? Like, my boys, that they're, they're lucky enough, they've been to loads of away games and they come to that double header, stayed in the hotels, and it's great. Like, couldn't fault any of the lads, to be fair. And like, when there's no kids there, like on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whatever, like, it's, it's good as well. You're still having a bit of crack and messing about and whatnot. Mm. Very, very good. And Steve spoke before about, you know, we were in a bit of a tough time last season. Um, obviously yourselves coaching staff and just the staff in general on the club do you almost feel a sense of like oh, we need to pick these lads up a little bit and you can you can does it probably affect you a lot more when you see some of the lads are a bit down and then not take it so seriously and try and pick them up a little bit because you know that next week they can make amends yeah I I treat the players the same way we win lose or draw like I'll you know put my arm around the shoulder if we need to or I'll kick them up the arse on the way off the coach or whatever <laughs> But just going back to what you said there, Mike, I don't think people realise how low it was last year. Like, it was, we were down in the dumps. Obviously, people are just seeing the results and how we were playing, but they weren't seeing all the away games. Like, I think we went through a stage of not winning in nine. Mm. Like, we were, and obviously, we had like seven or eight senior players injured. I think it was just me, Jack McVeigh, Al Maitland, and maybe Luke for a certain part of the start were the only senior players. 
um, we didn't we didn't even have music on and change room or anything. Yeah. We we joke about it now, but we didn't realise like it was actually a little bit depressing because we weren't winning. We, we were playing with lads that you know we didn't really know fully because there was people coming in all the time. Yeah, there was yeah. loads of stuff on the media about obviously the manager getting sacked or whatever, and it, it did have a it did have a um, an effect on us. But then like like you got Craig and people outside the club and Dicko that trying to like lift your spirits and then in the end we, we, we got over the line but without these people it's it would have been even worse actually yeah I used to talk absolute garbage in them WhatsApp groups as well just go like fishing all the time for bites like, <laughs> he's that person who like you'll wake up and there'll be a message at 3 o'clock asking like do you want a cup of tea or something dead random and then you're like what is it all about used to be, used to be who's cut the socks on a Friday night didn't yeah he had a few, few meltdowns last year about the socks in you you try and get the kit sorted you're going through your socks and like just like the foot part and, like don't know where an ankle socks to play football at so what's going on player powder we've now got um, what 15 pairs of cut socks and then 15 pairs of normal probably ones. probably 15, the last 20, yeah. someone's probably nicked a pair since I've been go last night. Higgins, definitely. Does he keep you on check then? He tries to, like, yeah. No, he does. And he gets, he gets a lot of respect, to be fair. We don't, like, throw the clothes, well, we probably did at one point, we don't, like, throw <laughs> all the kit and that, we'll all place it in piles. And we don't want... That's you know, why you're the sheriff, then. Don't I, want I the sheriff. I want you back at the mic. <laughs> what? The thing the superstars, <laughs> not really. Like Doyle, like just before you were saying about Doyle, like going and giving the tickets and stuff out. Sean Doyle, I'm not exaggerating. He would go to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> he, he loves it. He was a bit like that the first season and Junior. Junior was bad for it. Very thirsty. Bad for it, helping the kids out. Yeah. You said if Gary's not going, you're not going. <laughs> There's don't a reason it. we got you two on together, isn't there? <laughs> In terms of the future of the club, then Craig, um, and you spoke about it. Your your boys coming down, you know, they love it, and it's really important to have somewhere for the kids to go, congregate, look up to the boys that like we've already mentioned. What are you most excited for? Um, not necessarily in terms of on the pitch and the boys, but the future of the club, how far the club can go, the sustainability of the club, how important that is. What would you say you're sort of like most looking forward to in the future? Just to see how far it can go, really. Like I think it's quite intriguing. Like there's, we've definitely got the the players and the, the staff, or coaching staff and manager to take us out of this league. And I think the league above, if we can get into that, I think that's probably easier to get out of. So if we can get through these next couple of seasons, I think we could be in, in a much like, better place, a much different place as well. Yeah. So that that's interesting. Obviously, there's there's kids coming through now, isn't it? like the 14, 15 year olds now. Like two or three years time, they hopefully going to start filtering into the squad when the old fellas are filtering out. <laughs> Steve, just finally ending with yourself. You know, you've had your own daughter down, and she's been mascot, and you know, you see how much of an impact. Not even necessarily the kids, but you know, for the adults as well, it's somewhere for people to congregate. You know, they've got one common goal, which is supporting you lads, supporting the football club, and you know, meeting new people. You see what they've done with like you know the Ravenstorf man, and they all go down to the pub before, and they come down to the pitch, and they go there after, and it does feel like we've got a proper fan base now, mm-hmm. more so than when we first started. So, in terms of you and looking, you know, looking forward to the future of the club, the sustainability of the club, like we were saying to Craig. Then, 
what are, you, what are you most looking forward to going forward for the future of the club? For the, for the club and for you personally as well? Yeah, I think probably the first year we, we were a team, we were a team FCR man. Now, especially in the community, we were a club. Um, like you said, the Ravens 12th man. I think there's about like 20, 30 of them that are like, you know, come the game, like they even go to the away games yeah. and like film it for people and it's amazing. And like even going to the pub before a game and seeing it on Facebook, like, the players realise that we can hear you behind the goal, like it goes a long way and it does make a difference. Um but I mean like you said before with the with the kids growing up, probably one of the reasons why we still do it and why we will do it probably the next until Jonesy drops us really. Um and like yeah, like my my little girl, she absolutely loves it. Like it's part of her Saturday night, like it is part of everyone's weekend yeah. now, just coming to watch the Ravens on a Saturday night and She's got her own little group of mates, so it's not only us that are making friends and the, and like the the supporters, like yeah, yeah. the kids are making friends with each other and playing in like the little woods behind the goal and stuff as he calls it. And um, but yeah, it's amazing. And whether whether Gabby will play in a team one day in like a women women's team, who knows? But hopefully the men's team will certainly be around for a long time. And if you had a final message, sort of for the fans, you know, like you say, they come down, they support the numbers. They are so loyal, like they could be spending their money elsewhere, but they want to spend it following you boys. What would your message be to the fans? If you had one, keep sticking with us, keep you know, keep relying on yeah, us. Yeah, I think I had an interview last year, which everyone always talks about, and it was like, yeah, like stick with us and we'll do you proud. Like we're we're playing for you. We're not playing for anyone else apart from like the fans and the club and and our families really. So yeah, like please keep coming the game, keep supporting us, and yeah, like watch us grow well lads thank you for giving up your time best of luck for the season uh, and we'll see you soon thanks